Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 21 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This is the second of three episodes that explores the impact of motivation on sports performance. The topic for today's episode is Tools for Increasing Your Motivation. There are a number of practical tools you can use to increase your motivation every day and to maintain it when it begins to lessen. First, focus on your long-term goals. To be your best, you have to put a lot of time and effort into your sport. But as I've said before, there are going to be times when you just don't feel that motivated. When you feel like this, again, focus on your long-term goals. Remind yourself why you're working so hard, why you're struggling, why you're dealing with all the pain and fatigue and boredom. Imagine exactly what you want to accomplish and tell yourself that the only way you'll reach your goals is to continue to work hard and to do the work. Focusing on your long-term goals motivates you in several ways. First, when you're working hard and are tired and in pain, your body is yelling at your mind to stop. And if your mind listens, you will easily give up or ease up. So by focusing on your long-term goals, that is reminding yourself why you're doing it, you're telling your body, no, we can't stop because my long-term goals are really important to me. So keep going. In other words, you're giving your body a reason to feel the pain it's feeling. Second, simply by focusing on your long-term goals, you're taking your mind off of the fatigue and pain you may be feeling as you train. In doing so, all of those negatives become just a little less negative and a little more tolerable, enabling you to keep it going. Third, when you focus on your long-term goals, you generate positive emotions such as inspiration and pride that can counter less pleasant emotions you may feel, such as frustration, anger, disappointment, or just the, the pain that comes from working out so hard. Moreover, those positive emotions, research has shown, actually reduce your experience of pain. So when you're really struggling to stay motivated during a really difficult workout, training session, or practice, think of your long-term goals and tell yourself, that's why I'm doing this. Another useful strategy to help with motivation is to have a training partner. Let's be realistic. It's difficult to be highly motivated all the time on your own. There's simply going to be some days when you just don't feel like getting out there. You may be tired, stressed out, bored, feeling burned out, or just want to chill out and relax. Also, no matter how hard you push yourself on your own, you simply can't work as hard as when you have someone pushing you. That someone can be a coach, personal trainer, or a parent. But the best person to have is a regular training partner, someone at about your level, in your sport, and with similar goals. Having a training partner helps you stay motivated in two ways. First, as the saying goes, two heads are better than one. That also includes two bodies and two hearts where the motivation comes from. When you have a training partner, you don't feel as if you have to climb that high mountain alone. Rather, they're there to support you every step of the way. And of course, you to support them as well. Knowing that you have somebody helping you push forward makes it just a little easier to keep climbing higher. Second, a training partner holds you accountable. For example, it's one thing to skip a workout when you train alone, but it's gonna be a whole lot harder to not go to training when you know that your training partner is there waiting for you. You can be sure that he or she will be darn mad at you if you don't show up. So even if you're not feeling it that day, you're gonna show up and do the work because your training partner is counting on you. 
Third, when you're practicing or working out, and as I mentioned above, your body's yelling at you to stop, your mind isn't alone in yelling right back at your body. Rather, as you, for example, are in those last few reps of a set of squats, or the last few laps of a sprint workout, your training partner's right next to you yelling at your body to keep going. And hopefully, you're doing the same for your training partner. Another valuable tool for motivation is to train smart. There's nothing more motivation sucking than a training program that's exhausting, time consuming, and repetitive. Within a short time, you will find yourself drained, bored, burned out, and completely unmotivated. Because of this, I don't believe in training hard. I believe in training smart. Training smart means designing a training program that offers you several things. First, it has variety. Your program might include the necessary time in the weight room, functional conditioning outside the gym, other sports, and non-traditional training methods such as yoga or Pilates. This variety prevents boredom and its novelty keeps you engaged, focused, and energized. Second, you have plenty of opportunities for rest and recovery. Most athletes don't think of rest as an essential part of training, but rather what you do when you're not training. But physical gains are not actually made during workouts. That's when the body is torn down, but rather when the body is at rest and the stress muscles are able to heal and recuperate. There are few things more draining of your motivation than a constant state of fatigue and body ache. Your body is telling your mind that it just can't keep going at that pace. That's why it's so important to build rest into your training program. This is accomplished in several ways. Your program is periodized with phases of high and low volume and intensity in your training. You also have a mandatory rest day each week in which you don't do any form of physical activity. And when your body is feeling unusually tired, you listen to your body, alter your training program, and give yourself some extra time to recover. Another really interesting tool for motivation is to focus on your greatest competitor. Like just about every athlete, you probably have a competitor that you really want to beat. It might be a teammate and best friend with whom you train every day and with whom you might have a friendly rivalry. Or it might be a hated adversary from an opposing team. One powerful way to keep yourself motivated is to focus on that rival when you're training. Identify who your biggest competitor is and put his or her name or photo where you can see it every day. Or think about him or her when training gets really hard. When you're exhausted or in pain or just hating training in general, think about how you feel about that opponent and how much you want to crush them next time you face them. Then ask yourself, am I doing what I need to do to beat him or her? Remind yourself that only by working your hardest will you have a chance of overcoming your greatest competitor. Another key tool for motivation is what I call motivational cues. A big part of staying motivated involves generating positive emotions, such as inspiration, pride, and excitement associated with giving your efforts and progressing toward your goals. A great way to create those feelings is with motivational cues, such as inspirational phrases or photographs of your favorite athletes. It might be a quote such as, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion, from boxing legend Muhammad Ali. Or from Super Bowl winning coach Mike Ditka, you're never a loser until you quit trying. Motivational cue might be a photo of your favorite athlete or someone who exhibits the quality you aspire to possess. 
The key with either is that they generate positive emotions and thoughts that translate into increasing or maintaining your motivation, especially when training gets hard. If you come across a quote or a photo that inspires you, place it where you can see it regularly, such as in your bedroom, on your refrigerator door, or in your locker. Look at it periodically and allow yourself to experience the emotions it creates in you. These reminders and the emotions associated with them will inspire and motivate you to continue to work hard toward your goals. Another really, really valuable tool that I'll talk about in the next episode of my podcast is to set goals. There are few things more rewarding and motivating than setting a goal, putting effort toward a goal, and achieving the goal. The sense of accomplishment and validation of your effort makes you feel really good and motivates you to strive higher. So it's valuable to establish clear goals of what you want to accomplish in your sport and how you will achieve those goals. Well-articulated goals act as road signs that guide you toward your final dream goal. They also act as benchmarks of the progress you're making. Goals also generate feelings of pride and inspiration that continue to propel you toward higher goals. Seeing that your hard work is moving you forward and producing results should motivate you further to realize your goals. Another really interesting mental tool is what I call to ask two daily questions. Now, I'm sure your life is busy, filled with activities related to your sport, school and work, hobbies, family and friends. It's easy to get so wrapped up in life that you sometimes forget about what you need to do every day to stay on the path toward your athletic goals. One helpful way is to keep your goals and efforts in the forefront of your mind is to ask yourself two questions every day. When you get up in the morning, ask, what can I do today to become the best athlete I can be? This question starts off your day in a very motivating way. It focuses on continuing to improve as an athlete. The question inspires you to pursue your goals. It also helps you identify specifically what you need to do today to become your best. The second question occurs before you go to sleep. Ask yourself, did I do everything possible today to become the best athlete I can be? This question holds you accountable for what you did or did not do today. If you did everything possible, you'll feel fulfillment and pride in your efforts. If you didn't do your best, it will force you to confront that fact and cause you to feel some disappointment and maybe some regret. In either case, the question will set the stage for what you will decide to do tomorrow. These two questions will remind you daily of what your goals are and will challenge you to be motivated to become your best every day. I recommend that you write down these two questions and put them where you can see them on a daily basis. Another very interesting tool that I use is what I call the grind. You hopefully train and compete in your sport because you love it and it's really fun. Improving, the competition, hanging with your friends, travel, achieving your goals, and yes, even getting results and winning all make sports fun and exciting. But every aspect of pursuing your athletic goals isn't always fun. In fact, it's often hard, really hard. No matter how much you love your sport, no matter how much fun you have in general, there are many aspects of being an athlete that are decidedly not fun, especially physical conditioning. I'm thinking of those cold early morning runs, those workouts in the rain or in the blazing heat of summer, those multiple sets of weights, and those incredibly intense intervals in the gym. I call this the grind, which starts when it gets tiring, painful, tedious, and not fun at all. Now, most athletes, when they experience the grind, they either ease up or give up. 
And we all know that no good comes from either of those reactions. But truly motivated athletes realize that the grind is also the point at which it really starts to count because those last few reps, laps, miles, exercises, or drills where the real physical, technical, and mental gains are made. Great athletes reach the grind and instead of easing up, they keep on going. And in fact, might even push harder because they know that maintaining their effort, intensity, and focus during those last parts of a training session can mean the difference between success and disappointment in the coming season. I've heard sports psychologists and mental coaches say that you have to love the grind. I say that except for a few very hyper-motivated athletes, love just isn't in the cards because there's not much to love. Sweating, gasping for air, fatigue down to your bones, muscles screaming in pain are part and parcel of becoming the best athlete you can be, but they are decidedly not something that most athletes enjoy or love. But how you respond to the grind lies along a continuum. As I just mentioned, loving the grind is very rare. At the other end of the continuum is, I hate the grind. If you feel this way, you're not likely to stay motivated and continue to do the work that's necessary to achieve your goals. What's my solution? Well, my solution is that you neither love nor hate the grind. Rather, you just simply accept it as a part of the deal in striving toward your goals. The grind may not be very enjoyable, but what feels even worse is failing to achieve your goals for the season because you didn't work hard enough when confronted with the grind. And what does feel good is seeing your hard work pay off with success. So next time you're training and it's really not fun, recognize that this is the grind. Remind yourself how important it is and push on through it. This season, when you've had some great performances, you can then thank yourself for hanging tough when it really mattered. From an anonymous quote, you'll be surprised to know how far you can go from the point where you thought it was the end. A final thought about how to keep your motivation high. It's one thing to say you're committed to your athletic goals. Let's be realistic people, talk is cheap. It's an entirely different thing to demonstrate that commitment every day in every aspect of your life. In fact, Commitment is a moment-to-moment choice that involves many forks in the road that will determine your final destination as an athlete. Should I do my warm-up before training? Should I do my cool-down after training? Should I go to bed early tonight? Should I push through the pain of this workout? Should I turn off my phone so I can focus on my competitive preparations? There are many obstacles to those moments of commitment that I've already outlined. Fatigue, pain, boredom, the desire to do other things, and a multitude of distractions that now inhabit the lives of athletes. At those many forks in the road that you face every day, you must decide what is important to you. You must look at each fork and decide which one you will take. The motivation you bring to your sport, your determination to achieve your athletic goals, the priority that you place on those goals, and the competing forces acting as a siren's call for your attention, time, and energy will dictate which road you take and whether you ultimately achieve your goals. From Jonathan Field, a five-time martial arts world champion, commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left. A truly final thought. I call it the heart of motivation. 
The techniques I've just described are effective in increasing your short-term motivation. They can get you through the hard training sessions and the painful workouts. But motivation is not just about keeping at it day to day. It's also about staying motivated over the long haul, through the weeks, months, and years of striving toward your goals. In that case, you need to find a reason to continue down the hard road of commitment to your sport. And there are no quick fixes or strategies for staying motivated over the long term. Rather, motivation must ultimately come from within. And this is the heart of motivation. You have to have a very personal reason for wanting to continue to put in the time and the hard work in your sport. When you get right down to it, you just have to want it really bad. From Mario Andretti, the Indianapolis 500 and Formula One driving champion. Desire is the key to motivation, but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goals, a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you seek. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 21 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 22 in the near future.